It's a little extra Lambo podcast coming to you from the palatial podcast studios right here in Spokane, Washington. How is everybody doing today? It is Friday. How's the weather doing? We are getting another cold winter snowy storm coming through Washington state. Well, our part of Washington state anyway. Today's show, we're just going to catch up on a couple things. Um, hopefully you guys all watched. You got on Rumble or Spotify and you watched the uh, video podcast that I did with Mr. Freedom Stick. would like to hear the feedback on that from you all. And if you enjoyed it, if you thought the information was good, if you liked the podcast as a whole, uh, we're going to be doing a lot more of those with my guests. I don't think... I'm going to do, when I just do a show myself, I don't think I'm going to do do them as video, but if we keep getting good numbers like we uh, did for the Mr. Freedom Stick as well as the New Year's Eve show, um, then, then I might make that change. So right now, though, um, we're just going to do it when I have a guest. We will record the guest on video, and then uh, when I have to do an episode by myself, we'll just do it as audio. So please let me know what you think. Let me know uh, let me know what you thought of the show. Um, today's show we're going to uh, we're gonna start off with uh, Dr. Martin McCary. Um, he sat in front of Congress. And as we know from 2020, 21, 22, that the doctors, when it had come to, the vaccine, or I'm sorry, let's go, let's just go before that. When it had come to COVID nineteen in general, we were told that it was it was just a natural occurrence. A, a pandemic was due to happen naturally. It had come from bats. Um, there was speculation that it had originated from Wuhan, China. That it was just you know from a food market. That you know they weren't they didn't eat out of the the clean or they didn't get their meat out of the the cleanest of places. They showed all these videos of a food market and all they do with uh, the bats and the bats are what started it and that was the story that was being told to us. Something didn't add up you know when it first came out i agreed we should you know we don't know what we're dealing with we haven't had something like this in a long time um staying at home was probably the best thing for us to do let's stay at home let's let's self-isolate not be around people and let's just kill it off well it kept growing and it kept growing and it got stronger and two weeks turned into four weeks and then it turned into two months and then it turned into a year and then it just kept morphing. The problem was with a virus, it's supposed to stop in the summertime. Supposed to be the heat is supposed to get rid of it. And it, it morphed, it mutated, it turned into something else. It got stronger. That's not supposed to happen with a virus. Right, we're told COVID nineteen was a virus, but then we were told, "Oh no, it's a it's a bacteria. It's it's a, it's a it's a form of virus and bacteria." And they just kept changing the narrative. Like, if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, stop talking, right? And then you had the the you had the the what do I want to call them? You had on the people that were just going to believe anything that the media had said without asking a question themselves. We'll call them. We'll call them the vaccinated. Now we won't call that because I have friends that are vaccinated that didn't believe this at all, but they did buy into the fact that the vaccination was created to help them. They wanted to see their parents. They wanted to protect their parents. They wanted to do the stuff. They had bought into that agenda. I do not fault them for that. If you still want to go get the vaccine now and that is what you believe that you need to do, by all means, go do it. I don't believe that it is as pure and as for the intent of keeping everybody healthy, in air quotes. I don't believe that's its intent. I am not going to get it. I don't know if I'm ever going to get another vaccine again. I don't know if I'm going to give my children another vaccine again. These, This corrupt administration, the world elites, the who, the... Um, 
the World Health uh, Summit. I don't, I don't know what the, what that is. All these doctors or all this this these panels, they're trying to force this mnra technology into our vaccines, and it's not supposed to be that way. Dr. Maloney, he is the creator, the inventor of the mRNA vaccine. It's not for this. It's not for this purpose. It's definitely not for children. He he has come out saying that. But what are we trying to do? We're trying to infect and inject this poison into our children. That's what the that's what the doctors want. And it is coming out more and more and more. More information. More doctors that were silenced. They were silenced from speaking. They were threatened with losing their practices. They were some of them were imprisoned, and then. So uh, and I, yeah, I'm not even going to say that. I was going to say that that some doctors were killed, but I don't I don't have the proof of that in front of me, so I'm not going to say it. They were silenced. We do know that. We do know through the 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 Twitter files of all of the doctors that started speaking out, they were they were um they were silenced. Their accounts were banned. They were their practices were threatened. You couldn't even you couldn't even prescribe ivermectin to patients without a you being put on a list to being watched. Ivermectin has been used for several years, decade. I'm not I'm not in that field, so I don't want to give an exact date. But we do know that it has been used because it has a Nobel a Nobel Prize with it. It was it was deemed as a as a horse dewormer and those crazy conspiracy theorists using it, you going down and stealing from the horses using and injecting it in their body because Trump told them to, right? That's what we were told. It's a it's horse dewormer. That's all it is. Without giving the actual truth, your media has lied to you. The media gets its talking points from the government, from the world elites, from BlackRock, Vanguard, you know, the, the company who own the majority stakeholders of these media broadcasts, Right. So Dr. Makari gets out front, and he's speaking in front of Congress right now. And I've got a clip for you. I'm going to play. It's it's a it's a minute and a half long. Dr. Makari is an MD, an MPH, a renowned John Hopkins health policy expert and surgeon. He knows his shit, and he's sitting a uh, in a panel in front of Congress. There's I don't know maybe five other other doctors there. And they were they are speaking out. They're able to speak out because we have the right people in place now at these judiciary committees that want to speak to the actual people who know what they're talking about instead of talking points from scientists. Trust the science, we were told, right? Well, if they're if you're supposed to just believe one thing, then that's not actual science. If you're told you need to believe this and this is how it's going to be and there's no questions asked, that's not science. Where's the other side? We were never told about the other side. We thought we were told that this is 100% every every doctor, every scientist, they're in agreement that COVID-19 came from bats. COVID-19 came from bats. And then it just spread like wildfire because because it's a natural occurrence and, and this country and this world was was due for a pandemic and it just it, the timing was just right what these world elites never what they never thought was going to happen was Donald Trump winning the election in 2016 because he opened up a lot of doors he opened up a lot of eyes and they were trying to get they were trying to get the correct information out but the media the the followers the sheep they were all following and saying and creating a narrative that if you spoke out against this you were not going to be able to communicate be able to create content be able to speak the truth they were going to silence you they were going to cancel you. And now it's all coming out that our government 
is the greatest. Well, the, the the words that were coming out from from this time were the conspiracy theorists. Uh, conspiracy theorists. They're creating misinformation. They're they're just spreading disinformation. And we need to have a panel. Remember that we had the government was going to create a disinformation board with. I'd have to go back through my notes of of the lady who was in charge of this, but yet she was the one touting that conspiracy theorists need to be jailed. And, you know, we weren't allowed to think for ourselves and actually ask questions. We were just supposed to follow along like sheep. I I, I should go back through my notes and and figure out who this lady was, but I mean, in the end, it doesn't really matter. She didn't, the, the thing lasted two weeks because there was such an uproar. It was so unconstitutional that we couldn't even ask questions we couldn't we couldn't um have the truth in front of us with proof and not be able to to speak about it and talk about it so dr mccari dr martin mccari um he was in front of congress and i'm going to play the clip for you right now about um about what he was saying when it came to our federal government being the the greatest perpetrator of misinformation. Information during the pandemic has been the United States government. Misinformation that COVID was spread through surface transmission, that vaccinated immunity was far greater than natural immunity, that masks were effective. Now we have the definitive Cochrane review. What do you do with that review? Cochrane is the most authoritative evidence body in all of medicine and has been for decades. Do you just ignore it, not talk about it? That myocarditis was more common after the infection than the vaccine. Not true. It's four to 28 times more common after the the vaccine. That young people benefit from a booster. Misinformation. Our two top experts on vaccines quit the FDA in protest over this particular issue, pushing boosters in young, healthy people. The data was never there. That's why the CDC never disclosed hospitalization rates among boosted Americans under age 50. The vaccine mandates would increase vaccination rates. The George Mason University study shows it didn't. It did one thing. It created never vaxxers who are now not getting the childhood vaccines they need to get. Over and over again, we've seen something that goes far beyond using your best judgment with the information at hand. Right there, he he, he said it. This now this this is just a clip of what he had had talked about. I believe each of them had spoke for twenty to thirty minutes. I don't have um, I don't have the entire thing in front of me, but they had all they had all this whole entire panel had spoken. Questions were asked. The truth was given. The doctors were silenced for bringing the truth to the forefront. And then they were either whacked, their content was whacked, their accounts were whacked, their practices were about to be be um, dissolved. And that's how they make their money. So... When a when a when a government official, when whoever whoever was behind it all goes to you and says, "Look, you're going to lose everything that you've ever worked for, that you went to eight years, ten years of schooling for, your practice will be gone." You either stop spreading this information, the the truth. You either stop spreading the truth, or we're going to take everything from you. When you're threatened with that, you have to then make a change. So you just don't say anything at all. The masks, the masks, people are still wearing masks today. We came out saying these masks are creating a viral infection in, in, inside of you. The masks aren't helping stop the, stopping the spread. Fauci even came out when this all, all came out saying, you don't need to wear a mask, you don't need to wear a mask. And then all of a sudden, a little bit of, little bit of money, a little bit of money was given. And then, oh yeah, you should, you should definitely wear a mask. You, you should wear two masks, Def, definitely, and 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 definitely isolate more with your mask on inside your own home. Oh, oh, you're driving, definitely. Oh, oh, you run the AC, definitely put the put the mask on while you're driving. Maybe a visor while you're driving as well in your own car by yourself. All of this, all of this, this misdirection away from the actual truth of what's going on. And every time something new would come out that just, it did not make sense of why this government was doing it, taking away your freedoms 
you couldn't go to concerts you couldn't go to to movies you couldn't go to restaurants unless you were vaccinated you you were you were being you were being um perpetrated as as a killer if you did not get the vaccine well wait a second has this vaccine been tested thoroughly we don't we don't know where's the where's the where's the data where's the proof well we know that pfizer said we don't really want to get rid of the data or let the data come out until like 2050 so we're going to keep that in in our books that was your first indicator that something is up but you had these sheep go along nope doctors they know they know they know more than just some facebook warrior keyboard warrior no, I'm a free-thinking American who can ask questions because something just doesn't doesn't feel right. My critical thinking goes, mm, I don't know, maybe there's something going on here. This podcast, myself, I have been thrown every name in the book. Murderer. I don't care about my, my children. I don't care about my grand my grandparents. I don't care. I'm selfish. I'm the spreader of misinformation. I made this post posting this same video. Do you think I hear anything from those knob gobblers who are saying that? Do you think I'm hearing anything like, God dang it, Lambo, you were right. What you were saying and what you were trying to help us not, not to help us see, we were wrong. Do you think I'm going to hear that from any of these fucking cucks? No, definitely not. I don't know what you're talking about, they'll say. When the truth comes out, and trust me, there's going to be a lot more coming out. They're, they're going after Fauci right now for gain of function because this was created in a lab. I believe it came from Ukraine, which is why they, they the, um, the bio labs were caught on film burning papers. They said, no, that's not true. That was, that, that was faked by something else. They were throwing documents into burn barrels from these bio labs. To me, that just screams, hey, we did the COVID-19 vaccine here. And then they shipped it to Wuhan, China, and then it just happened to leak. What we have learned now is that they wanted to have the virus over in China and Western Europe. Eastern Europe. But it spread a lot faster than they thought it was going to. Now, why? Why was why did they want to isolate it to just that area? Myself, being a being a critical thinker, they want to depopulate the world. Well, what part of the world is has the absolute most population in it? It is that Asian countries. It is uh, Eastern Europe, they've got to start there and then have it have it spread. But it went way too fast. It went way too fast. We also know that the vaccine was created before the virus was let loose, was let out. We know that it was created because they were talking about it this year in Davos, about 2019 trip in Davos, that they had actually created the vaccine. They just needed to know what to name it. They needed to know how to distribute it. That They were talking about this in on air in the 2023, or the, I'm sorry, the 2022 Davos um, WEF in uh, Summit. That's what they were trying to do. So, so, when the when the truth comes out, do you, do you think you're going to hear anything from these people that had called you every name in the book, that had called you a conspiracy theorist, that had called you the 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 disinformation spreader? No, you're not. So we've got a lot more coming out, folks. Um, that will that will be coming out when when all of these do- other doctors start being able to speak again, when their practices are going to be allowed to. Um, be able to refer their their patients against actually getting the vaccine when when the time has allowed uh, or elapsed from the point when they got the vaccines to getting each booster what are the consequences of doing so what is it going to take for people to stop getting these boosters how many deaths 
are going to have to come from the vaccine, from the boosters before people stop taking it. Problem is, is that little reader board at the bottom of the TV screen, that little reader board that Remember when, when, when COVID first came out, you had kept having the death tracker. Each state, the percentage and the number of deaths, in infections. It was just constant all day long, all day long. You, you open up your phone, you open up Facebook. There's a tracker right there create, counting all these, all these injections or, or all the deaths and all of the cases. All of the, the hospitals, the hospitals are being flooded. That's what we were told. Hospitals are just being flooded. Where's it at now? Where's where's that tracker at now with the vaccines and the vaccine deaths, vaccine injuries? Remember, we've got unknown, an unknown death. Myocarditis, athletes just dying on the courts, dying on the fields. Football players dying in the middle of games. It's right there. It's all right there. You've just got to you've got to allow your mind to think that way. To start connecting dots. And now we've got a train derailment which we talked about on the Renegades Rant podcast that I was just on. We talk about the train derailment that happened in Ohio. When you start having all of these deaths and you don't want it to kind of point towards to the vaccines and the boosters, we got to have something else happen in order to cover it up. So what do we do? Well, let's have a train derailment with an absolutely asinine way of loading the, the, the car, the, the toxic chemicals, hazmat materials on the end of a train. When they're not supposed to be there, we'll just slap them on. And then all of a sudden, we just happen to have a train derailment in the same area where four four major water sources all converge into one, the biggest water source, and it'll just happen right there, and it'll go up in the air where it just happens to have the central point of major cities all around this area. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to burn it all. We're going to burn all of that all of that toxic fluids, get it all up into the atmosphere. Why? Because as you heard on the Renegades Rant podcast that I was on, to me, it's to start making these numbers of the deaths from vaccines. It's going to, they're not even going to look at the vaccines. They're going to look at this. Oh, well, what area were you in? Oh, you were in Ohio. You were in Western Pennsylvania. Oh, well, that's probably from the train derailment. We can, we can start putting it onto that and the, and the toxic fumes that were up in the air to because we don't even know what's going to come from that they use this same compound chemical compound in world war one that's how they know what it's going to do so as we as you start connecting dots it's the it's the hide the death numbers from the covid19 vaccine that's what they're going to use it for that information will come out at some point so just write it down add it to my list of, of right things that i've been right about COVID-19, the death count, the vaccines is all going to be hid from the train derailments. You go into Cleveland and I'm going to, I'm going to add on to that in the, my next, my next segment, but you go into Cleveland, they've got another fire over there, a huge, massive warehouse fire. You had the, um, there's a, there was another fire. There was another fire in Michigan as well that had f- toxic fumes going up in the air. And then is what you see is the the dirt from this area, this Palestine area, is being transported to Michigan. The water is being transported down to Texas. So let's let how do how do we start spreading this around to more places in the country? Well, why don't we just have them be just transport the shit to wherever it's going to go, and we'll just happen to have a crash. We'll just happen to have another leak. Oh man, it's now it's spreading here. Oh man, it's in another water source. Oh man, who would have saw that coming? So write that down. Write that down. What else you can write down is getting yourself to Crave Eats Drinks Nightlife downtown Spokane. Go to say hello to Jacob and the staff. Go 
eat something off of their menu, especially those cauliflower bites. You'll get the coldest drinks in town. You'll get the best mixed cocktails in town. And you'll get the best staff in town. Yes, I said it. You heard it here first on a little extra Lambo podcast. You will get the best staff in town. Crave Eats Drinks Nightlife downtown Spokane. I have done a couple shows now, as well as if you go to the Renegades Rant podcast, I get into the the latest update on the 15-minute cities. 15-minute city, the smart city, the the (laughs) reconstruction of our society. I don't know what you want to call it. I don't know what you want to call it. But the 15-minute city is, is is what I go by. We already know that this is going on, right? If you listen back to the other podcasts that I've done, if you listen back to the Renegades Rant podcast as well, you're going to get a bunch of new information from there. The This 15-minute city is a real thing. It is it is being pushed right now. They have a, a bunch more cities in Canada. They've got a lot more than the 25 that I had listed before in my 15-minute in my city podcast before. And more information keeps coming out about this. It is happening. It is real. We know from the Mutual uh, Prepper podcast, the Mutual Friend uh, podcast, that they are. this is how they're designing their cities. We know that when you start building new sections or remodeling sections, it's in that 15-minute city aspect. The one thing that's going on in Palestine right now is the digital IDs. They are... They're giving these bracelets away, which <laughs> they were already created. They were already done. They're giving it to the people of Palestine and the, the surrounding areas because when they start going into the hospitals and if the hospitals get flooded with people going in there, remember we just talked about the COVID, hiding the COVID deaths. When they start going into the hospitals to make the admission that much faster, they're just going to scan this bracelet right that's that's what it's being used for that's how they're selling it now over where i'm from we have we have a app on our phone that the the hospitals that are here in town they're all connected together so not we have 3 4 three for sure different hospital systems maybe four different systems but the the hospitals that i go to all of the 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 hospitals the urgent cares the other doctor's offices all of that stuff is all under the same umbrella so our information is already being distributed like that so that everybody can have the same information they just got to log in with our patient id and it pulls it right up as of right now that's all that it is but as we know from what they're doing in china with a social credit score the digital id your bank accounts your driver's license, your driving records, your school records, your banking, all of this stuff all ties into your social media accounts. It all ties into your digital ID. They've been using this for the last three years. This is how you get your social credit score. This is how you're able to go from one quadrant of a 15-minute city to another quadrant of a 15-minute city or to another city in whole. If your social credit score is high enough, you can go to that city. And we already know that this is happening because it's already been in place in China. This is the ultimate goal. This is how they're going to imprison everybody. Now, unless you're one of the world elites, you can go flying everywhere. I wish I had the clip of of Bill Gates, that mother trucker. Bill Gates was talking about about and the interviewer did an awesome job because he he basically said i'm an elite i do so much more than the common person that i'm allowed to fly in my private jet to anywhere in the world that i want to because i'm important and you're not that was basically what he said if you don't believe me i can i can find the clip and i can post it i don't i don't care he was in an interview and because he does so much for the world with all of his vaccines and all of the the new data that he releases, like he's helping humanity. Well, as we're seeing with the vaccines, it's kind of population control. He wants everybody dead. And I'm just saying, 
Just saying, that's just me. But because because we are not allowed to move around, we have to have a certain social credit score. If we talk bad about our government, if we talk bad about uh, vaccines, if we talk bad about how how the 15-minute cities are, are basically a prison for you, you start talking about your social credit score is going to go down. You're not going to be able to buy certain things. You're not going to be able to go certain places. You're not going to be able to go to different restaurants. You know, let's say I want to go to Olive Garden. Well, Olive Garden for me is all the way up in northern Spokane. There's also one in the Spokane Valley that we can go to, but they would be out of our 15-minute city quadrant because it takes longer than 15 minutes for us to get there right now. Definitely by walking. By driving, it takes more than 15 minutes to get there. So that right there, that's already out. I can't go to there. Right now, when it when it comes to it, they're going to start giving these digital IDs and social credit scores. I'm going to be at the very bottom. I'm not going to be allowed to do shit. Hopefully, I can go outside my house. But I think when it comes to that, we, we are going to pick up arms and we're just going to fight back. That's, that's about where we're going to be. 15-minute cities. I'd keep talking about, about this aspect, and, and I don't... You know, people come out saying, I don't see how this is ever going to happen in this country. Well, the, there is, when, it, when it comes to this, you've got Cleveland, which is already saying, hey, we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it. Or a city like Portland that is run down, it's old, infrastructure's going to shit, the roads are shit, um, their, whole, their whole transportation system is just garbage, and th- there's too many people in there. So what do you do? Well, the federal government will then come to your rescue. Federal government's going to go, look, we're going to give you a bunch of money to help rebuild your infrastructure. We're going to help you rebuild your town of Portland or Cleveland, Ohio. And you can all, if you don't believe me, you can go look at this. It's all, it's all on the web. You can go look at this. They are actively trying to create these 15-minute cities and these major hubs. Okay, so let's just go back to what we just talked about with the train derailment. You have all these outlier cities that how do you get them into a major hub like Cleveland, Ohio? Well, you force them out. We, we, we have learned that if, a area, if an area is, is deemed toxic, the federal government can go in and take and, and remove everybody from that area because now it's toxic. They can just claim it as theirs. So is what they're going to do is they're going to go, look, we, we can't have you here. It's toxic. It's a bad area. It's a Chernobyl area. But we're going to pay for you to go to Cleveland, and we're going to, re, we're going to, re, we're going to house you. We're going, to, we're going to give you all of your amenities that you need. We're, we're, going, to, we're going to give you cards to go get new clothes. And, and we're, going to, we're going to help you facilitate this move so that way you're, you're not out everything by just leaving your now condemned home, your, your I don't know, what is that called, um, eminent domain. They're just going to use eminent domain in this, in this whole infrastructure move. They're going to relocate you into Cleveland. Portland, same thing. Something's going to happen over on this side of the country. Even though it is liberal, liberal fucking Washington, Oregon, California, they have to get everybody to move. They have to get everybody out of out of the these urban areas. And you've already got Oregon, these counties in Oregon trying to join up with Idaho. They're seeing what's going on. They're seeing the corruption that's going on. They're seeing what they're being forced into doing. So how do you do it? Well, we have a lot of trains over here too. We have a port system as well. Lewis and Idaho is the furthest inbound port on the West Coast. Very easily you could have something happen in this area here that would then contaminate the water over there to get that whole that whole corridor, that whole passage out to the ocean. And now you're in, you're affecting all of these small little towns, all of these farming communities, and you're going to force them to a 15-minute city. That's just kind of what I foresee over here. I don't have any proof of that. I don't have anything. It's just kind of, you know, when, you, when you're looking at everything else, that's kind of where your mind. How, do, how are they going to get everybody into the 15-minute cities over here? Seattle, Portland, 
San Jose, San Francisco, they're already in line to be 15-minute cities. And you've got to you've got to create something to get them out of here. You have you have Bill Gates buying up all of the farmland as so much farmland. Now, when you go through the, I, I read an article where they they broke down the percentages, and it's an awful lot. It's I, uh, it's an awful lot. Let's just say that. But in the whole grand scheme of things, they were making it look like it's not that much. The problem is, what are these? What are these farms on? It's water. It's the it's the water rights. It's the water usage that's in these in these uh, farming properties on the acreage. You have you had T Boone T Boone Pickens, big oil man, was getting out of oil. He was going into water. He was taking water, draining it out of the lakes, and selling it to. Um, China selling it to other foreign countries because water is a, is becoming a commodity. Now it's clean water. We just had a train derailment that toxic pollutants are now in the water and it's contaminating an entire river system that is now going to affect other farms. We're not going to know the, the effects of all of this for another 10 or 15 years. We don't know what it's going to do to the farmland that's up against this water source. We don't know what it's going to do to the soil itself for another 10 or 15 years. And that's a scary thought. That's the heartland. That's the heartland where so much is grown through crops, through farming, through whatever else. So much of our agriculture is going to be affected by this. And so, so we won't know. But is what they're going to do is they're going to force everybody into these 15-minute cities from that. Portland, Cleveland, they're all the same. They're all old cities that need to be re, revamped, revitalized, reconditioned. And as long as they, if they're going to take that money, if they take that money, they're going to have to fall under these guidelines that the federal government is going to ask of them to do. And there's a whole, there's a whole list of them I will get that image and I will post it on the extra Lambo Facebook page for you to go look at while you're there. Like the page, all of this is being done. Lambo Lambo. Why, why is this being done? Why do they want to do this? If you, if you go back and you look into the 2030 agenda, the smart city is, is, preached about in the agenda 2030 so when they when they start moving people cattling them up into one pen they have to have everybody in the same area for your little your little prison of hell agenda 2030 is being pushed now because they have to they're they're running out of time agenda 21 turned into agenda 2030 because Steps weren't in place yet, and they never counted Donald Trump on winning. They never thought he was going to win. Hillary was supposed to win by a landslide. So now they had to kind of move this agenda. We already know that they've practiced event 2025. We already know that they're planning another pandemic. They've already gone over it. And every time, every time these elites, every time these governments, they start practicing something, in air quotes, just like on 9-11, we were practicing the same goddamn thing that had happened on 9-11. They were, just happened to be practicing it on the same day. Every time these, these leaders and these officials and these elites practice something, you know it's guaranteed to happen. So event 2025 is probably going to happen at the end of 23, beginning of 24, somewhere in there. It's going to affect that election but it's going to be another pandemic. They have to. They have to have something. They have to have something in in the works to be able to get these people to move into these cities. So, that's why you need to be ready. You need to be ready for an, a, a, anything to happen. It just brings me to the point of of being prepared of food storage, of water storage. I want to know how many people within this Palestine community, this area, that they were prepared for 
an event of any sort. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's if it's a natural disaster, if it's a volcano, earthquake, tornado, train derailment, EMP, nuclear event. It doesn't matter what it is. Lightning strike, our power grid goes out. How many people were prepared? How many people were ready? How many people were like, well, this happened. We can't go outside. We're going to stay here in our communities. I'm ready. Or we got food storage. We got water storage. All of our dates are good on our products. We're, we're stocked up on medicines. We're, we're ready to go. I would like to know that how many, uh, how many people were ready for this, something like this to happen of, of anything. I know that there's a couple communities that they're just getting pounded with snow. They got eight feet of snow that just dumped. They're, they're held hostage in their own homes because there's nowhere for the snow to go, number one. Two, emergency services can't get to them. Three, they can't drive anywhere. How many people were prepared for this? Now, my thought is, if you live in an area where you think you're going to get a lot of snow, you might want to have a wood-burning stove. You might want to have something other than the electric grid because you need to have heat, you need to be able to cook, you need to have water. You need to have something to facilitate your way of life in the event of a natural a, a natural event like that. Especially in a place where you know you're going to get snow. You live on a goddamn top of a mountain. You should understand that we're going to get some snow. Now, eight feet might be a little ridiculous. But you should still be prepared. You should still have your own wood. You should still have your own fireplaces. You should have something other than electricity. Which is why the federal government wants you to be all electric. And then that way they can control how much electricity you use. They can control the carbon footprint that you create. And if your social credit score is not up to par, they can just turn the electricity off. It'll be that easy. Okay? having just electric is asinine because if you lose your power grid, let's say there's a lightning strike. Let's say that there's uh, a windstorm that knocks down power poles. When are they going to get to them to get them cleaned up and rebuilt? We went here without anything else going on. Several years ago, we were out of power for seven to 12 days, depending on what part of town you were at. And that was because an ice storm came through and then high winds knocking down trees, power lines, trees falling through houses. Some blocks, some streets looked like an active war zone because there were trees everywhere falling through cars, cars split in half, homes split in half. It was, it, it, it was devastation. How many people were prepared? How many people had water, had food storage, had a secondary heating source? It, it people people are are always saying, "Oh yeah, Lambo, you're you're just waiting for war. You're waiting for aliens. You're waiting for you know whatever." No, no, I'm not actually, but I am prepared for a natural disaster. Being up here in the Pacific Northwest, we can have volcanoes. We can have earthquakes. We can definitely have a have a power grid go out very easily. But it's, it's about being ready for those things. It's about being ready for anything to happen. And, and you have the means to keep your family fed, watered, safe, protected for 7 to 31 to, you know, whatever, 90 days. It's about having that, that ability to keep your family safe. So food storage, water prep medications make sure you're up on your medications if you've got a prescription that's ready to be picked up go get it i'd even advise you to talk to your doctor to get an extra month or two months on you now and then keep filling up the back end of that prescription i would be stocked on your ammo i would have i would have several hundred rounds of ammo just in case i would have plans for if you do happen to lose power, if you happen to lose, you know, anything, it really doesn't matter. Have plans on an evacuation. Okay, let's say you live in a, in a, in a floodplain. It starts flooding, where are you going to go? And you're not going to have time to think about it. You're in an active floodplain. 
If a volcano goes off, what, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Volcano comes, lava starts spewing, the, sh- the, the toxins that go up in the air, where are you going to go? You should have these plans set up and, and talked about between your family, members of your community. Where, where are you going to go if this happens? I keep getting social media accounts taken down continuously because I talk about food storage, because I talk about being prepared, having a plan, anything, anything along those lines. I talk about Freedom Sticks uh, virtual survival workshop. It that gets my account taken down. It having people prepared, depending on themselves. There's nobody here that's going to help you. There is no foreign, no, no, no plan. There's no agency. There's nobody here that's going to come help you in in in, a, in an event of any sort. You have to depend on yourself. You have to be able to be prepared for yourself and your family. There is no plan unless you make the plan. Have a plan of well, what happens if we're, you know, on the other side of town? How do we get back home? That should be the first thing you plan on. How do I get back home? Your home is your safest spot. The home, your home is where you know where everything is. Your home is where you know what you have. It will be your your fortress of solitude. And then once that area becomes compromised, then you need to have a plan of retraction. Now what? Where do I go? And then you need to think of the geological air area that you are in. What can happen? Tornado, hurricane, fires, flooding, uh, volcano, power grid goes out. Where are we going to go? You should have these these conversations and something written out in the aspect of of plant of five or six different plans, just depending on what happens. Where am I going to go? Who do I trust? Who do I trust to go to? Who do I trust to begin to create something, a community with? Do I have people in my life that I would die for, that would die for me? Do I have those people in my life? Those are the plans that you need to start start creating. Once these 15-minute cities, as we're seeing in Oxfordshire, England, and the people starting to revolt. Now remember... The government there told them this was just a test scenario. We're just seeing the benefits and how it's going to work out with with the, the police state, the prison that you're living in. We're, we just want to see how it's going to work out. Well, the people there in Oxfordshire, England, are starting to see exactly what's going on, and they're fighting back. They're resisting it. They're tearing down cameras. They're, they're, they're tearing down the blockades. They're tearing down walls. Their government came out and told them, we're not going to restrict you from, from not moving around. We're not going to put up walls. We're not going to put up barriers. We're not going to have armed security keeping you in your posts. We're, we're not going to do that. All we're going to do is if you leave your area and you're not, you're not supposed to be somewhere, we're just going to fine you. We're just going to take it directly out of your bank account. But you're free to move around wherever you want to go. I don't know, my critical thinking radar just went off and said, wait a second, I can go anywhere I want, but if I'm not allowed to go there, you're just going to find me. Eventually, that's going to deplete my bank account, so I'm not going to go to those places outside of my quadrant. I'm going to end up having to stay in here anyway. But I thought, wait a second, I thought this was just a test. Well, the people are seeing, and they're fighting back, and they're revolting. They're tearing shit down. And now that, that government is starting to fight back against its citizens. You will do this or else. This is how things are going to start going. These 15-minute cities have to start being implemented. We know Ottawa. We know Edmonton. We know Vancouver. We know that those cities in particular, the, the three cities in Canada, they are already in that, in that aspect, the 15-minute city aspect. Edmonton just spent millions of dollars on their new infrastructure. The only thing left to do in any of these places is the digital ID. It's all that's left. It's to then imprison you into your quadrants. And now that list is growing because they see the, the, the towns are seeing, wait a second, 
Look at Edmonton. They just re- rebuilt Edmonton, and it's gorgeous up there. Edmonton is gorgeous up there. New roadways, new bridges, new overpasses, new buildings. It's gorgeous. It's a prison now. Thank you. Thank you, Edmonton. And you go back and listen to that that podcast. We we Me and my guests, we dive into that. Ottawa, same thing. Vancouver, same thing. They're making it. They're making it sound hunky dory, but in the end, once digital ID gets implemented, once digital ID gets implemented, that has now become your prison. These fifteen-minute cities are real. These fifteen-minute cities are needed due to the twenty thirty agenda. And and. When they start with Portland, Cleveland, San Jose, San Francisco, Seattle, we're gonna we're gonna clean up the homeless. We're gonna we're gonna clean up your streets. We're gonna clean. We're gonna rebuild infrastructure. We're gonna give you all of this money, but we need you to do these certain things. And then how are you gonna get the outlying towns in? That's that's the one I'm trying to figure out right now. We know how they did it over there in Palestine to get everybody into Cleveland. I'm sure Pittsburgh is going to be in that as well. They're going to be turned into a 15-minute city. It's a lot of money. But the world elites, they don't care about money anymore. They're fucking giving money to anybody and everybody. They need to have a serious event happen. There's way too many small farming communities. There's way too many people that live out in the sticks. So an event needs to happen. And we kind of talked about this on the 15-Minute City podcast of what do you do? You have to have an event to take care of those people. You have to get everybody into the 15-Minute into City. You're not going to have these outliers. You're not going to confine everybody in there and keep them in prison and then just let the people that want to live in the woods have them stay in the woods. An event is going to happen that will either eliminate those people or else they're just going to send the marshals out and kill them all. I, I don't know what's going to happen there. That one is still yet to be determined. Keep your eyes on what they're doing in Oxfordshire. Keep your eyes on what they're doing in Germany. Keep your eyes on what they're, they, they're, they are actively doing in China. Try to get as much information out of China as you can. Because they're already implemented. This has been going on for three years now. Digital ID, your social credit score, 15-minute cities. Uh, Turkey, where they just had the earthquakes. <laughs> the earthquakes. That's, that, that was a harp earthquake. That's, that's, that's showing what they can do. You have a town like, you have a city like whatever, I, I think it was Istanbul. I, I don't remember remember the city, but whatever they're in Turkey. They completely tore that city apart. Well, guess who's going to come in there, offer them all of this money to rebuild? But you're going to have to do it as a 15-minute city. And they're not going to be able to grow out. You grow up. You grow skyscraper apartment buildings. Right, that's how that's how a town like L.A., New York, they already have those. They already have these high-rise apartment buildings. They're already set up for this, without us even knowing. It was convenience, right? When they're redoing these towns that we found out from the Mutual Prepper podcast, is is that's how they are now starting to reform, rebuild, recalibrate cities for public transportation and, and easing congestion on our roadways. That's how it's being sold to you without the 15-minute city at, with words being spoken. They have to have this done by 2030. We are in February of 2023. That's still seven years. We have another election coming up in twenty four. We'll have another election in 28. Lord willing, the Democrats don't steal the 24 election as well. Lord willing. We have we have Katie Hobbs, the, the 
she said that she won. She's the one that oversees the election results, and yet she's the one that said, oh, no, definitely, I'm the winner. I'm the new governor, is now is now being um is now being uh prosecuted as a, being a part of a cartel or having the cartel help her in the election all of that information is starting to come out the 2020 election was stolen the 2020 election was stolen and Jay Inslee in Washington State was a benefactor in that as well because he was planted in that position. He was not elected, he was selected. Jay Inslee stole the 2020 election. It blows my mind how people don't see that in this state. Blows my mind how people are like, no, no way. These these election results, they were they were official. They were they were all good. Nothing. How do you how do you win an election? How do you steal an election? Well, Arizona's showing you exactly how you steal an election. Just keep watching Arizona. Keep watching what truth comes out in Arizona. And you're gonna see exactly how a cream cream puff like Jay Inslee won the governorship of the Washington state election in 2020. Now he's up for 2024. They've already got Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, or, or, or yeah, Pennsylvania. These city, these states have already shown you how to win elections. Our federal government, they've shown you all. This is all you need to do to win an election. blows my mind people can't see this <laughs> oi so anyway agenda 2030 if you need uh any help in finding out information on, on the agenda 2030 please hit me up go back and listen to the podcast I, I could probably redo that again with more information coming out if you need to know anything that's going on go to the wf website the wef we um, forum, I think is what it is. Dot com. It'll it'll just come right up or dot org. I think it's dot com. Just go to it. Go to it and search. Browse all through there. They they're not hiding what they're doing because they can't. They have to push through this agenda because they have hold people who are about to die that want to see their their plan come to fruition. George Soros is hanging on by dear dear threads of life he wants to see his plan come come true so they're forcing it through right now and when you force things to go through you make mistakes their first mistake was having my generation be the one that they're going to attack they should have waited one more they should have waited one more and they probably would have been able to smooth sail through, but they couldn't. They've got these corrupt elites that want to force this through. And that was their mistake. Um, I also want you to go look at Change Unchained. Um, they are a human trafficking, sex trafficking organization. They are based down in, in southern Florida. That They, they work with... Um, the survivors of human trafficking. They have the burn it down ranch to where they are building tiny homes. If you have thought about giving to an organization of, of like this, this is one to definitely look into this burn it down ranch. They are building orchards. That's the word I was looking for the other day, orchards um, to help grow, to have a sustainable ranch to live on. They have the, this area that they're building tiny homes in playgrounds, um, the tiny homes themselves, they've already finished two. They're already working on number three and number four to try to create an, a, a place for survivors that they rescue from human trafficking to come back and kind of reintroduce them back into society or whatever their process needs. They have plenty of doctors, plenty of psychiatrists there to help, but they can definitely use more money to help in the in the construction of the Burn It Down Ranch. Um, they go out and they, they hunt, they hunt traffickers. So if you would like to donate, please go to the changeunchained.com website. Um, change unchained is on my link tree. 
If you want to go to my link tree, definitely please go do that. Also, the We Want the Names um, group with Amy and Jess, they are um, they have another event going on down in Texas. They have um, a bunch of other subgroups coming out of this we want the names organization so they are fighting back against maps they're fighting back against grooming they're fighting back against some of the school districts who have blatant sexual predators working in their schools so awesome organization as well if you want to help them we want the names.com um, change unchained.com definitely go check both of those out um what else what else do I want to promote? Um, Saints and Sinners Hat Company, my buddy Michael Three Rose, he is down in Dallas. He's he's making up uh, these awesome hats. Um, Patriot inspired, uh, hunt, uh, pedophile hunter hats. Um, he's got an awesome one with a, it's a camo hat with a with a uh, United States flag on the front. Awesome. Saints and Sinners Hat Hatco.com. Um, that is also on my link tree. So definitely I'm helping out my friends, helping them get uh, their businesses out there. So please go to saints and sinners, uh, hatco.com and, and you can see all of the awesome hats that he has, uh, place your order, tell him Lambo Lambo sent you. Um, what do I have? Double N Glenn just got picked up with, uh, the beard club and his immaculate lions, lions, <laughs> lion beard he has i don't know what the word i was looking for um he uh he's he just got picked up by by the beard club and he's looking for his own um his own code his own promo code to see how much business he comes in right now they've got a a promo code of i think it's called like gift 15 or something like that i don't know but he's trying to get his own but check out uh check out beard club um double n glenn tell him lambo sent you or glenn sent you either way and god there was something else i wanted to bring up too something else i wanted to bring up somebody was doing doing something um you got travel plans if you have travel plans you want to you want to go to cabo cancun hawaii spain anywhere you want my my cousin is a uh, travel agent. We just booked a trip ourselves. I know there are a bunch of other family members have booked a trip through them as well. If you need to plan a trip, definitely check out my my cousin. Um, that will also be on my on my link tree as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, create that for him to be able to pass that information on. So if you have a trip that you want to plan, um, go to my link tree. Click on there first. All you got to do is ask a question to say, "Hey, what can you? What can I get? How can you save me some money? How can you know? How can you help me?" And if you if he can't help you and you can do it cheaper on your own, he'll tell you. Just go book it on your own. You can definitely do that. He's not here to screw anybody over. Uh, military family, um, and I, and I just want to I wanted to give a shout out to them. So if you could uh, check that out, go to my link tree. You'll see it right there. And uh, if you need to tr- plan a trip, definitely go th- go through my cousin Daniel. So, what else? We've got a couple other shows coming up. I got to redo. I got to rebook Conservative Ant. I'm definitely looking forward to that. And uh, I know he's got a he's got a couple other things that had popped up in in his world that I I guarantee he wants to talk about because it's kind of shined some light on on. Uh, you know where his direction was headed, and how it's it's starting to get pressure put upon him. So I know he's definitely want to talk about that. We got Doc House; he wants to come back on. Um, Glenn, I, I reached out to Double N Glenn to to come on and and uh, just kind of just burn the midnight oil, <laughs> talk about that beard club of his. So we got a bunch of shows coming up. Um, so excited for that. I. Man, I can't think of there was something else I wanted to promote, and I can't think of what it is. We want the names. Change Unchained, Saints and Sinners Hat Co. Hmm, I don't know. Have to wait till next show. This has been a little extra Lambo. Uh, as you're listening, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, so that way when the next episode comes up, boom, it's on there. Check out Renegades Rant Podcast. He's also in my link tree. 
I am the special guest for this week. It came out Thursday, so definitely go back, check that show out. Um, like, comment, share on it as well. And uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok for now. Also on Clapper. Extra Lambo. You can find me all on all those platforms or else just go to my link tree. Link tree backslash Extra Lambo. Be good to each other. Be ready. Be prepared. Peace. Peace.